Hey everyone, welcome to Snacks Required with your host Fiona and Josh. Today we have a good friend of mine. She runs her own two podcasts and she's very passionate about vegan treats. She has a Sweet Tooth Vegan Bakery and podcast, and she also has her own podcast called She Reflects, and she is an advocate and an ally to a lot of Indigenous people's interests. So her name is Shalina, and welcome to the Hello. show. <laughs> Great intro, if you want to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So at this point, when you have guests, because uh, you have your own podcast, what do you do to kind of like warm them up? Um, sometimes I do like an icebreaker game mm -hmm. with them, just for the audience to get to know who they are. Mm -hmm. And then we just get into the questions. Okay. So tell us about yourself, because yeah. I feel like... Oh, okay. Oh, that <laughs> no question is good. No. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. I don't like that question. People, like, there's so many things. To, like, when people ask that, or in like job interviews, it's just like, okay, where do I start? Okay. Um... Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm Shalina. I do have my own business that I started called the Sweet Tooth Vegan. It's a bakery and a podcast. I am an ally and passionate about Indigenous issues in Canada. I don't know what else to say, honestly. <laughs> Going back to school. Going to be a student again. How do you feel about that? I'm excited, mm -hmm. but a little sad that it's going to be all online because of this pandemic, but mm -hmm. safety first. Oh, How yeah. did you decide to get into teaching? Um, it's something that I always wanted to do since I was little, and I did my undergrad in child and youth care, oh. and I fell in love with that field, so I, I thought it would be a good way to get experience mm -hmm. first in the field with children, and then... I'm just revisiting back to my original passion of being a teacher. So we want to ask you, what made you, or yeah, what made you decide to become a vegan? Uh, so mainly it's stumbling upon information. Uh, so I like researching things. Mm -hmm. And the main influences of my choice would be um, Dr. Sebi. Mm -hmm. He's... He's no longer alive, but he's a strong advocate for plant-based diets and like healing through eating mm -hmm. plants mm -hmm. and staying away from processed foods and animals, especially for colored people, black people, native people. And yeah, just listening to his teachings and lectures. So his main point is the more alkaline-based your diet is, the less likely you are to develop cancers, different diseases. But the more acidic your diet is, the more like health issues you may be susceptible to. And acidic and, and alkaline is like the pH of food. Mm -hmm. So most alkaline-based diet is plants, fruits, veggies, some grains. And then acidic is like dairy, meat. And also watching and like looking into the meat industry and dairy industry, after learning of like what goes on in that sector, I'm just like, nah, can't participate anymore. <laughs> yeah. So mainly like the health aspect is what made me make the decision. And then afterwards, like learning about what the animals go through. I'm like, okay. The but, ethics behind it. Yeah. 
But just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy because there's vegans that are like junk food vegans. Most of their diet consumes of like fake meats, processed foods. But I try to stick to like the basics, like just produce. Every now and then I'll treat myself to like a veggie burger or the fake cheeses. Mm-hmm. But I try to stay basic. That's your option for like a burger alternative. How do they compare? I'm always curious because I've never had like a veggie burger. Um, they taste good. Um, I like Harvey's veggie burger. Write that down. And <laughs> I didn't even know they had one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I tried the Beyond Meat one. Mm-hmm. That one tastes really good. I remember one time I had the Beyond Meat ground ground rounds in like a burrito and it tasted very similar to beef. Like I couldn't finish it. I'm like, this tastes way too similar. It's like messing with my head. <laughs> so like, I don't, I don't touch that. But uh, so where'd you get that one? The one that's um, supposed to be? Quesada, Quesada, I think. Quesada. Is that what it's familiar. called? Is it, is it like a? It's like a burrito place yeah, yeah. with oh, the red that. and white writing. That. Um, That's so interesting yeah. because a lot of times when you hear some vegans, they want to bring other people in, the ones that are like trying to get people to taste non-meat foods. The closer the taste is to the meat product is what they're trying to give you more of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Trying to say that, you know, you don't have to eat meat. You can eat this and still have the same taste. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting that you don't like the taste <laughs> because it tastes like meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Well, it's not that the taste is bad. Like with that wrap or the burrito I had, it just tasted way too similar. Like it was just messing with my head. I'm like, like this is like beef. You're, <laughs> like you're eating meat. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, but I, my stomach didn't mess up. So I know it wasn't beef. So wait, your body can tell when you're eating meat? Yeah, because before I became vegan, like after watching the documentaries, doing my research, I became a vegetarian, like maybe for two weeks. And then after that, the last day, my aunt, she made spaghetti with meat. I'm like, okay, this is my last day of having meat. After I ate that, my body has not eaten meat for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. It like messed up my system. Really? Yeah, I, I was like, okay, I won't get like Graphic. visual, but like, yeah, I was on that toilet for like a long time in pain. Yeah, even dairy, even before being a vegan, vegetarian, dairy slowly, like my body was not having it. I know a few people that dabbled into being vegetarian, vegetarianism, is that what you would call it? Um, because meat and dairy started affecting their system and they couldn't enjoy it as they used to or mm-hmm. tolerate it. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, by default, I have to be a vegetarian or a pescatarian mm-hmm. with the fish instead yeah. of all the other meats. So it's interesting how yours, your, yours is kind of reversed. You were like a vegetarian first and then your body rejected meat after. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between vegetarian and vegan? That's um, so from his <laughs> face. But that's supposed to be his yeah. question. I was just about to ask that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And pescatarian also. Right. The difference between all, all three of them. So for those who don't know. From my understanding, vegan is a fairly new term. Vegetarian originally means a person that just eats vegetation. So nowadays in in North America, that means someone that doesn't eat meat, but they still consume dairy. But originally, vegetarian, that term, it just means you eat vegetation, just plants, right? It's like a plant-based diet. Yeah. So like the original vegan. Yeah, exactly. Before vegan was a term, it was vegetarian. 
Um, and then vegan, from my understanding, is someone that doesn't eat any animals or their products, or they don't use products where, like, the way they were made, an animal was tortured. So, like, for example, leather, wearing leather, um, or using shampoos or soaps that were tested on animals. To that yeah. extent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So but yeah, go ahead. I just I didn't I didn't realize that's how far it went. Only because I watch a lot of makeup and skincare videos on YouTube, and the last few years there's this new trend where everyone talks about, oh, this brand is cruelty free and vegan, and I thought, but there's no meat in makeup. Oh, okay. at first I like it's skincare you don't eat this stuff so mm -hmm. but then now that you're explaining in terms of you know cruelty free treatment and all that okay now yeah. I see that yeah. it's they're testing on animals it's huge right okay. right okay and then pescatarian from my understanding is a vegetarian that eats fish mm -hmm. yeah or seafood that's how I yeah. understood it mm -hmm. which I always thought to be very interesting Mm -hmm. You hear different um, versions or definitions of the term, right? Yeah. And sometimes they don't consider like fish to be meat. Meat. meat <laughs> Especially right? like in the black community, like Caribbeans. Mm -hmm. Like when I first became vegan, my grandparents were like, oh, but you still eat fish, right? Here's some fish. I'm like, no, nah, I don't. They're like, how do you not eat fish? Like fish is not meat. I'm like, yeah, it is. It is. It's a living being. The definition of meat is the, the flesh of any animal. Right, and fish are, are animals. Yeah. Right? So. I, I also learned the, like, the old English term of meat was equal to food. So it didn't mm, necessarily right. mean yeah. animals, but yeah, now it means flesh. So when did you transition from vegetarian to vegan? That's, when did that happen? This was... I always stumble upon this question. I feel like I forget. I feel like it's like summer 2015, 2016 time. What drove you to make that switch? Um, the documentaries and Dr. Savy's teachings. Mm -hmm. Also, Dr. Milton Mills. Mm -hmm. He's a cool, like, I like how he presents information. He's a strong advocate for not necessarily vegan, but like plant based mm -hmm. diets, especially for like black people, native people. He did this study on the dairy industry mm -hmm. and showed like its racist roots. I'm gonna send you guys this video. It's it's like mind blowing. Yes, please. <laughs> oh my send gosh. And we'll link it <laughs> yeah. so that people can watch it too. Yeah, yes. when I watched that, I like I was a vegan when I like when I came across his work. Mm -hmm. But after watching like his breakdown of like how racist the dairy industry is, I'm just like, Wow. Oh man. Mind blown. <sighs> But I love cheese, so now it's like, should I watch it? Oh, cheese is... <laughs> I don't want to see anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I like cheese a lot, but I haven't drank milk in, in a while. Because mm. uh, I'm minor lactose intolerant, yeah. right? Oh. Most people are. Yeah. I feel like, I think, I forget the exact stat, but it's like maybe 80% of the world is lactose. Yeah. It's very high. Yeah. I can rely on it if I want to go to the washroom. <laughs> like, it's, it's, that, it's reliable in that sense, right? It's a natural but, laxative, is yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, essentially, but yeah. Yeah, it's not, um, yeah, it's not something you enjoy like over the long term because, you know, bloating and stuff like that, but... Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I, 
like don't feel no ways of like you have to switch i'm just like sharing <laughs> yeah. the information that i i received and got and i i just like acted upon it i don't expect other mm -hmm. people to make the same decision as me like it's just the information's there do what you want with it yeah, yeah. you're like the chillest vegan that i that thank I you can think of because <laughs> I know vegetarian people, but mm -hmm. vegetarians yeah. don't have the same lifestyle passion as like most vegans that you hear about, like the stereotype. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend whose friends are hardcore, like to your face. So mm -hmm. when when we people like you, where it's more like this is the information, think about it, and that's it. Like that's yeah. you don't push. It's such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. You're not dogmatic. Yeah. like uh, a lot of people or like how people in general see vegans right mm -hmm. which is kind of ridiculous because generalizing always leads to misinformation yeah. and yeah my first encounter with veganism was very negative mm. it was my undergrad days at ryerson it was like a vegan week and they were just coming around with all these flyers of like animals and how they looked when they were tortured oh, and like i was like i don't care i still like my bacon <laughs> <laughs> like, like you could push it in my face, however, how long you want. I don't care. Um, and then they would like, give, sorry, I didn't say that to their face. I said it in my head. <laughs> and they were also like giving out samples of vegan foods, and it tasted horrible. I was like, what is this? Like this cookie is disgusting. I've had these experiences. <laughs> You've had like, experiences. Yeah. Hard. I'm gonna plug my uh, podcast. You need to calm down. Episode. Yes. I talk about this. Yes. How vegans, the hardcore ones, just need to calm down. Like you don't have the answer. Like you, you can't expect people to. You can't just force people to do what you think is, hmm. quote unquote, right. Like mm -hmm. everyone has their own right to like make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And that's exactly one of the reasons why I thought it would be so awesome to hear your thoughts because of that episode. When I heard that episode, you have a very unique um, perspective because you're not kind of preaching at people or imposing on people as most vegans are known for. Yeah. Um, so I feel like you're giving them a good rep by cool. being Thank you. <laughs> chill, right? Not and that's like, my personality anyways. I'm not, I'm a very chill person. That's true, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, but I think about it. You're not like one of those people at Young and Dundas. Oh, like the on the street corner and preach at your face. Mm. Oh yeah, and it's and it just like turns you off. So I'm I'm so glad because mm -hmm. now like with this video, even though I know the information is gonna be scary for me, it, I'm not put off to watch it. Like I, I'm, it's it's still interesting to me because of the way you're presenting it. Right. Take note, you guys. Yeah, you can <laughs> never have too much uh, knowledge or information about a topic. Right. right. The more you know, the better you can have good decisions, I guess, mm -hmm. right. or make better decisions. Right. right. But I did like one of your podcasts, the one I listened to about um, should everyone be vegan? You were interviewing someone. You asked them that question. Yeah. Right. And then you mentioned how the natives, that's their way of life. They have to hunt, right, for food and stuff like that. And he said he understands, right? He doesn't, not to take anything away from the importance of it, but I'm paraphrasing that he said that he understands that not everyone can be a vegan, mm -hmm. right? And he wouldn't force his ideals on people, especially mm -hmm. when they can. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was an interesting episode. I really liked that one. And we specifically talked about the Inuit peoples mm. of uh, Canada because... Like, in the north, there's no vegetation. 
up there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And their supermarkets, produce is mad expensive, mm-hmm. like quadruple times what we pay, even more. Like it's, man, it's just the food insecurity up there and like not even that far, even like in some parts of Ontario too. In the episode, we talked about how there was this group that went up there and like was telling them, you shouldn't eat seals, you shouldn't eat whales. Like, you need to eat uh, vegetables. I'm like, hello, look around. Vegetables doesn't grow up here. It's all snow. <laughs> what vegetable? <laughs> yeah. And they've been doing this for, like, centuries. And for them, like, that's sustainable. It's not like the meat industry where everything's, like, money-focused, money-driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have, like, seals all in, like, caged up. You know, it's sustainable. So It's not mass-produced. Mass produ- yeah. Right? It's survival. They're doing it for survival. See, that's, that's the extreme where you think you got the answers and you have the audacity to mm-hmm. educate people who's actually been doing it right this whole time. Exactly. Yeah, 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 like you sense. get to that extreme. Yeah. This may be a shocker to some people, some vegans, but like I think if you're able to and you have access to plants, incorporate more of that in your diet. But if you don't, then, you know, I can't. Yeah. If it's not affordable or accessible, you just got to eat to survive, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's one of my big problems is a lack of uh, vegetables. <laughs> mm. I was going to say vegetarian. Like <laughs> a lack of vegetables in my diet. There was one point where I used to have like salads and stuff like every day when I was trying to be healthy. But it was tough. I can't remember exactly why I couldn't keep it up. Mm-hmm. I think I got tired mm-hmm. of eating only vegetables or like Most having that as the majority of my meal. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I crave meat a as lot. <laughs> So I, of course, I reverted back. Yeah, no worries. No you know, said reverted back. Like it's like you're going back to like the old ways you didn't want to go back to. Yeah, because I tried to get rid of like a lot of the processed foods and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily um, an ethical move. It was mm-hmm. more of a health reason. I think the three main reasons your friend was talking about why or how he would bring up to someone who isn't a, a vegan or vegetarian was like health, ethics, and some other one I can't remember. Oh yeah, I don't like health ethics. Animals rights? Maybe. Or is that ethics? Well, some kind of oppression. And he was referring to how like black people don't feel that side of it, like the oppression yeah. side. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Most black vegans are vegans for health reasons. They're like plant-based. Yes. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I've picked up on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like that's the rule, mm-hmm. like that's like the this pattern, the but that's what I've seen. General pattern that yeah. you observe. So you're that just, is, just your observation. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So for those who are listening, the episode they were talking about is called Should Everyone oh, Be should, Vegan? Should Everyone Be Vegan yeah, from your... The Sweet Tooth Vegan podcast. And then the other one that we were talking about, You Need to Calm Down, is from your... Shea Reflex podcast. Right. Check oh, her out, guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll plug at the very end so people know exactly where to go. Yes. Okay, Everything cool. will be linked. <laughs> you're, pointing, you're pointing down. Because it's usually <laughs> it's down below. YouTube video. It's usually down below. <laughs> Not really. But kind of in the captions. It'll be there. In the It'll description box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, the funny thing about vegetables that you were, ta- you were talking about earlier, a coworker of mine noticed because I bring a lot of like rice and meat, or rice and another kind of meat. It's <laughs> in another kind of. <laughs> meat so then she was like don't you don't you ever eat like vegetables and i was like there's there's garlic and onions and the chicken <laughs> like that's 
fruit and vegetables and I felt I felt not guilty but I kind of felt like yeah I'm not really taking care of my nutrition so mm-hmm. the following week I, I checked when I'm working again with her and I brought like a smoothie mm. made from salad not like the fruit one with the, with like the yogurt a, oh, I took okay. like a handful of frozen salad and just chuck it into the thing with the banana and I'm like yeah did that healthy. taste good yeah, yeah, because okay. the banana kind of masked. That, yeah, that, that, that doesn't sound... <laughs> You're questioning <laughs> That doesn't sound good, but hey. <laughs> it was good. And then That's she was cool. like... I told her that I'm drinking my vegetables because I can't... Like, can't. at the time, I didn't have an appreciation for eating vegetables. It mm-hmm. sounds awful, but now I'm realizing... You yeah. gotta take care. Like what we talked about last time, you gotta take care of your body now. You gotta eat healthy. Yeah. Well, you know what? The society that we live in, it rarely promotes eating vegetables, mm. like if you think about it. So in a sense, it's not really our fault because like, that's just how our society is. Like You see commercials about dairy and mm. meat. Dairy, meat. That's like that's, true. that's what that's all that's in our face. Yeah. You don't see a commercial so. for tomatoes. Or <laughs> yeah. Like no one's uh, advocating for salad. You yeah. see the ads about eggs. Exactly. Like cracking, you know, and then yeah. you see the one with got milk, mm-hmm. and then like steakhouses and burger places. And yeah, that's that. true. But I, I think last year or the year before, Canada recently updated their nutrition, food mm-hmm. nutrition oh, no. guide. Did you say, oh no. <laughs> 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 so if you see it, there's no more. Like, you know how we had different food groups? Mm-hmm. Now there's no food groups. It's just like a circle. Mm-hmm. And it's, it suggests, like, more plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And then the... I don't even think there's a dairy section anymore. There's, like, a meat. Like a, a small meat. Section? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really small. Yeah. yeah. So that's the ratio that we yeah. have to eat. That's their suggesting. The vegan community was like, yes! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Um, They've done their homework. When you transition to um, just straight up vegan, so not just vegetarian, but vegan diet and lifestyle, which one was harder, the diet aspect or the lifestyle aspect of being a vegan? Um, I wouldn't say it was hard. For most of like that first year, I just used YouTube as a source of like, what can I eat? What can I make? Mm-hmm. And interesting, like before I became a vegan, I didn't know how to cook. Except for eggs. <laughs> Scrambled eggs. <laughs> no, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my parents did all, like, I just relied on them. So when I became vegan, I'm like, okay, I have to fend for myself. I need to learn how to cook. Most of it was just pastas, like veggie pastas, mm-hmm. sauteing vegetables, seasonings, and pastas. Mm-hmm. But over the years, I've learned to make, like, different things. I really like shepherd's pie. Mm-hmm. So instead of the meat, I use lentils. Nice. And I, I like sweet potato, so I use sweet potato for the top. And then if I'm feeling fancy or if I got like, if I got my paycheck that week, I'll buy the cheese, the vegan cheese. Because <laughs> <laughs> vegan cheese is expensive. Really? So then I like what's it drizzle made of? that. Because it's not dairy, so what's it made of? Um, so soy. No. Soy. Some of them is soy based, like different proteins, vegetable proteins. I like the brand Earth Island. Um, I used to like Beyond Daya or Daya, but I, I prefer Earth Island now. Yeah. Is there a store that's like specialized in vegan stuff? I uh, Fortino's or oh. No Frills. No Frills carries Daya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my friends, they make their own vegan cream cheese. So they're called East End Vegan. They're in Scarborough, but they deliver. 
Shout so, out. Shout out to yes. What's it called? What East End called? Vegan. East End. They make a nice vegan spread. Mm-hmm. It's made out of almonds. Nice. Mm-hmm. Does it actually taste like cheese though? No, you, you can't expect uh, it to taste like cheese. No, it tastes great. The consistency, I would liken it to cream cheese. It's not as thick, mm-hmm. but they have like different flavors. Um, so they have like a, a regular one, they have like a jerk one, a spicy one, and a herb one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you their Instagram after this. Yes, please. Yes, please. So, as well. Yeah. Another big, uh, not I don't want to say issue, but another big thing that people realize with going vegan or going vegetarian or transitioning into having more vegetables in the diet is uh, the price, right? Mm. The cost of how much it's gonna take. Yeah. Right. Um, is it more expensive? To be honest, I don't know because I didn't really do grocery shopping. Like, I didn't cook. Fair enough. So I, have, I don't really have, have anything to compare it to. But, like, I just stick to the basics. Like, produce section, and I love pasta. So, like, the grain section, rice, it starts to become more expensive. If you add in, like, vegan meats, the Special vegan tea cheese. Tea. Yeah. Every grocery store, like Freshco or No Frills, they always have things on sale, like mm-hmm. different produce on sale. Yeah, I'm very simple, so it's it's manageable, like it's affordable. Mm-hmm. No, it's the same. Vegetables generally don't cost mm-hmm. that much. a lot, and they're not taxed yeah. either. They're not. No. no. See, that produce should be is like, not taxed. <laughs> that should be like so, someone should have marketed that. Hey, be vegetarian. <laughs> Your food will be less taxed. Right? Produce though. Yeah. yeah, it's not taxed. Like when At I think of healthy foods, I'm thinking like whole foods. Oh, yeah. I've right. never shopped there before. It's very really? expensive. I've heard, yeah. That's like for bougie people. Or that's true. That's <laughs> bougie. Or I should say bougie. I should say for the people that have it's like like money hmm. that are blessed. <laughs> Financially. Yeah. Anytime I walk into a Whole Foods, I'm like, I don't belong here. Yeah. Like diet-wise and like... Wallet-wise, like, I feel like... <laughs> You're out of place. Yeah, yeah, like, someone might think I work there because I can't afford the stuff there. It's so sad because in this society, again, like, the good food is so... Like, the price is so jacked. Mm-hmm. Like, whole food should be... Cheaper. Cheaper. Mm-hmm. If you really care about people. And it's less processed. So it should exactly. be... Just thinking about it, it should be cheaper because there's less work. Mm-hmm. Someone's out there for us, I feel like. Because oh, yeah. they're making the processed stuff that took more work yeah. cheaper for us. Yeah. Mm. Right? I feel healthier walking into a Whole Foods. Oh. Mm. Just walking in, I feel healthier. Do you, you take a whiff and you're like, that's my vegetables? <laughs> I'm good. For the week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's my intake. <laughs> that's your fresh air for the week. <laughs> see, the, see, if I walk into a Whole Foods, I'll feel healthy because I actually walked somewhere. It's like, I walked and I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Um, What would your typical meal for the day look like? Your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner? I like oatmeal, Mm. porridge. My grandma's porridge. She makes cornmeal porridge. Love it. But without the dairy milk, she uses soy. When she makes it for me and my brother. In my oatmeal, I like to throw berries in there, Mm -hmm. flaxseed, sugar, brown sugar, Mm -hmm. toast. Um, Sometimes I'll make grilled cheese toast. But like the dairy-free cheese, mm. with um, I like the seasoning dill, so I'll like put a little bit of the dill 
and make the cheese melt with tomato and spinach. I love fries. <laughs> fries? <laughs> or hash browns. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And fries. Sometimes I'll eat fries mm-hmm. <laughs> with my sandwich, <laughs> with my grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Cereal. I like Cheerios. Lunch. Usually I'll have like leftovers of my dinner. Mm-hmm. So dinner. I'm very simple. Sometimes I'll just make like mashed potatoes and then um, saute mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And like, I think why we like food or why we like meat is because of the seasonings. Mm. If you season things right, your food will taste nice. That's, yeah. I think that's the key in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, what do you season meat with? Plants. Oh, so, <laughs> so true. Spices. That's so true. Yeah. It's just all in the seasonings. So when people ask, like, oh, what do you eat? And I list off these things, they're like, oh, that sounds boring. But, like, it's the way you, like, season it, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, mushrooms and, like, bell peppers. Like, oh, does that fill you? I'm like, yeah, if I make a big portion. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That makes sense. It's all in the you, seasonings. If you eat chicken, right, without any of those, like, nice seasoning that you do with it, yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be hella bland. Yeah. And you're not going to want meat. Yeah. I feel like... Maybe people don't really know how to make, cook vegetables. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe. Because yeah. then the flavor is not great. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if you're a kid and your first experience with vegetables is not really well cooked or mm-hmm. well seasoned. Yeah. Then you're not going to like it. You're going to be like, oh, vegetable sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had this uh, incident at work where mm-hmm. one of my coworkers, she has a really nice garden. So she brings stuff from the garden every so often. Mm-hmm. And last week, she brought a bunch of tomatoes, like the small ones, okay. right, that you can just eat by themselves. And I don't usually eat tomatoes, let alone them by themselves. Yeah. So I took one, or she gave me one, and I ate it. And since I'm not used to it, I didn't like it. Okay. All right. And I told her it tasted like garden. <laughs> <laughs> and she started laughing at me, right? Because yeah. she understands that. Well, I didn't wash it either, so maybe. Hey. But it wasn't dirty, right? Yeah. It was good. That's, yeah, on yeah. You, That's on you. Obviously, I was joking. It didn't, it didn't taste. But I wasn't used to the taste. Mm-hmm. It was good, but I wouldn't do it regularly. Right? Okay. Maybe in the future, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also like ackee. So instead of ackee and salt fish, I do ackee and like veggies. So I'll do red onions, bell peppers, garlic, and I cook it in the ackee and eat it like that. I'm glad I could still keep my roots like as a vegan that's very true yeah. yeah aki is a very jamaican thing yes are you jamaican i'm half jamaican okay cool mm. what's the other half <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, guyanese indo-guyanese oh, okay yeah so the guyanese that came from india okay yeah. nice there's different types right a lot of them are like black guyanese or like indian guyanese or something yeah. yeah my grandma's family are her ancestors are from india they okay. came to jamaica as mm. indentured workers mm. interesting that's how the Indians in Jamaica got there. Hmm. There's one time where me and my friends went to uh, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Airbnb. Uh, <laughs> and one of my friends, she was going through this phase of eating healthier, trying to be vegan. Mm-hmm. And so, right? so she brought these pancakes. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember how you were saying your first introduction to a lot of vegan food wasn't very good. No, not at all. <laughs> so in this case, when she made the pancakes for breakfast for us, we all tried it, and we're like, that's great, right? Did it actually let- taste good? Or- <laughs> <laughs> so, so we tried it, and we're like, hmm, let's go have breakfast now. 
right? But of course, it depends on like how it's done, right? Mm-hmm. It, it does, all of it doesn't taste like that, or it doesn't taste bad, obviously, right? Because right? if it did taste bad, no one would be vegan or vegetarian, right? Maybe. Shalina over here, as I said earlier, she has a baking service. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Where um, you can order your um, vegan treats called the Sweet Tooth Vegan. Please tell us more about that. Sure. So yes, the Sweet Tooth Vegan. I started as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an extension of my former food blog, um, mm-hmm. Sweet Tooth Shay, but it's no longer active. I made it as a way to reach out to other vegans to hear their story of why they became vegan and share resources because I was the only one, still am the only one in my family, so the journey was kind of lonely. So I made that, and then at the same time, like I started getting into baking because I still wanted treats every now and then, but they had to be vegan, and like the ones that I've tasted were like gross. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I just used YouTube as like a way to learn how to make good treats, t- treats that taste good but are vegan. I started teaching myself how to bake different things, and baking was also a way for me to escape feelings of anxiety and depression from a breakup, mm. and uh, just focusing on like other people, baking for other people got my mm. mind off of that. Baking was therapeutic to me too. Mm. So then one of my uncles was like, you should turn this into a business because your food actually tastes good. And like there's a niche for it. It's vegan treats, so it's not just any kind of baking. So you have a market waiting for you. Like, give us some good vegan treats. Yes. So then I'm like, okay. I decided to name it after my podcast, Sweet Tooth Vegan. And then just merge them together. It's funny. It's ironic because you, earlier you were telling us how you you don't have a sweet tooth. I know. <laughs> well, if, yeah, it's mostly scones. I love scones. I don't have cravings for sweets per se, but I like to make sweets for people to show them like you don't have to disrupt the lives of animals in order to have like something good. Oh, that's a wonderful so, message. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're just like, it's true. It's you true. got hit with the, the yeah. spirit. <laughs> you see how her she just went like, that's so true. Because, like you said, that um, uh, there was a, an event or something where they were trying to give you vegan treats, like samples of vegan food, and just yeah. turned you off. Yeah. Right? If anything, the treats that you make and sell will encourage people to try it out and not be turned off by vegan, like, yeah. veganism. So. Yeah. Awesome. We'll see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's so rude. No, I I've had a lot of um, vegan sweets, and they're always usually pretty good. Hey. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to know was, as you mentioned earlier, your family is not really vegan, or are they vegetarians? Either? No. How how was that transition? Um, at first, when I told them, they kind of like laughed and was like, really. Not laugh at me, but just like, huh, you're you're joking, like. And then they're like, wait, you're serious? So I was like, yes. And and also at the same time, I was dreading my hair, so a lot of them thought like, are you gonna be a Rastafarian now? It's like, no. It's like, where's your? Are you gonna get like spliffs now? And like, like no, no, no. I just, I'm not a Rastafarian. I have nothing against Rastafarians. They're very inspirational, but that's not who I am. So there was, there's kind of like that joke. But then after they were supportive of it and 
sometimes they'll eat what I make mm -hmm. and be like, oh, yeah, this is good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's the first step, right? <laughs> Getting yeah. to you what you, you what make. You and make. That. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they're supportive. Um, at times, with family gatherings, I learned I had to make or bring something for myself, though. Oh. Yeah. Like the one that prepares anything for you uh, now, Nowadays, yes. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the beginning, not so much. Like, my grandma will hook me up with her chow mein. Yeah. Wait, you said chow mein? Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for, you guys. Uh, for all your information and inspiration because starting your own business is not just easy. It's tough. Stuff. Yeah. It is tough. Yeah. Especially such a niche um, product too. So thank, thank you, Shalina. Thank you. For joining us, for coming all the way down here yes. to, to join us today. <laughs> what are you laughing? I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to close it nicely. I know. You're laughing at I think it's because like we're all in the same city, so I didn't really have to come down to, to anywhere. I was just but, looking at her. I'm like, I'm looking at the cogs turning, know, trying to I'm come trying. up with a good ending. Okay, why don't you take over? Because I introduced Shalina. Why don't you close it off? That's because you're friends, right? I know. So I was thinking um, her until you so rudely yeah. laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is it is great to hear a vegan's perspective on things because mm -hmm. it is a, a tough journey, right? Because mm -hmm. you're pretty much going countercultural, definitely, right? yeah. Um, so it's always an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. And how you mentioned how you had to bring your own foods, yeah, uh, to events, right? Yeah. And I know some of my friends have to do that because of limitations with food, mm -hmm. right? So, um, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. Yes. to speak, share my thoughts. Yes, so please guys check her out at I was going to say snack time. <laughs> 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 I'm so used to saying that now. Um, Sweet Tooth Vegan underscore on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then my podcast is The Sweet Tooth Vegan. You can listen to that on Spotify, mm -hmm. Google Play, and iTunes. And then my Shea Reflects podcast you could also listen to on Spotify. And my Instagram for that is shade.reflex. And my website is thesweettoothvegan.com. If you have a sweet tooth, I could hook you up. Check her out. So holler. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank cool. you so much. And thank you guys for listening to today's. Yeah, thank you. Um, if you guys want to reach us, you can reach us at Instagram at Snacks Required. Um, Facebook, MySpace, Friendster. MySpace, for real? <laughs> Does that still exist? <laughs> no, no. Oh, <laughs> Check her out, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Next time. Bye. Thank you. I like how we did like five different endings. I know. And then we just kept people. starting back up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>